The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome. Today we have an awesome, awesome, awesome guest, Lizbeth Overton, and I am so excited to share her magical, quirky, amazing energy and wisdom with you today. And Lizbeth is a registered nurse spiritual coach, oracle deck creator, and podcast host of the Spiritually Savvy Podcast. And Lizbeth, welcome. It's so awesome to have you. Thank you for having me, Victoria. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited too. So Lizbeth, you are an oracle deck creator, a podcast host, a nurse. Oh my God, I don't even know where to start to ask you about what you do and very most importantly, your journey. So I'm thinking maybe we should start with that. How is it that you got to be doing what you do? So I'll do the condensed version because I like Condensed is good. (laughs) So I've been a nurse for 22 years and medicine is in the DNA, it's in the family, everybody's either a doctor or a nurse. And so it's part of the, you know, the DNA. And so I've always loved to connect with people with humans before I became a nurse, I got a degree in sports fitness management. And so I've always really been fascinated by the human body. And Eight years ago, I had a wonderful job working in an area of nursing called electrophysiology. So a little anatomy for the listeners, you know, your heart has two sides, basically the pump function, which is the squeezing of the heart that gets the blood to the body. And then you have the electrical side. Your heartbeat is actually a circuit, which is fascinating to me. And so anyway, you know, people that need pacemakers or defibrillators, or they can have an irregular heart rhythm like atrial fibrillation, I would work with those people. And it was so rewarding because I'm obsessed with the heart. And anyway, I found myself, I had just become certified to be a yoga teacher. And Victoria, even though I was part-time, I felt like I was under somebody's thumb. Like, even though I was only quote part-time, I felt like I was getting all my energy and my time to, you know, working for the man. And I just wanted to be able to teach yoga three days a week if I wanted. So I had no certainty in my schedule. And so I started on this journey and what really sparked it, Victoria, was that I was like, okay, I have an awesome job. I was recently remarried. Our kids are so healthy. I was so healthy. And I felt like, is this really all there is? Like what? There's got to be something. Even though I had all these things, markers of success, I felt completely unfulfilled. And then I felt guilty for feeling like I wanted more. So I was like, what is wrong with this? And so anyway, that started my spiritual sojourn. And first it started with yoga teacher training. Then it went to nutrition school. Then I learned about Akashic Records, energy healing. I became certified to be a holistic stress management instructor. And what I discovered was I was spiritually bankrupt. And that term. isn't that cool? I was like, hold the phone. 
wait, I grew up going to church. And so I learned how to pray and I learned how to sing. I was very connected to like the music part of church. And I thought, wait a minute, if I don't, if I don't know how to connect with this naturally spiritual side of me, then maybe other people don't know either. And so I've been into personal development, self-help since before I came out of the womb. And so I, I, um, I'm always trying to improve myself, right? Like if I find something that's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really like where I am. And so I, tr I go about trying to transform it or transcend it. And so I was overcoming this limiting belief that I didn't have a creative bone in my body because how could you be a quote, successful entrepreneur if you're not creative, right? So I'm at this lake that I've been going to for 22 years since I've lived in Minneapolis, Lake Harriet. And, um, I'm literally walking around the, the lake and all of a sudden <laughs> I get this clear as day, like someone's speaking into my ear almost with a small megaphone. And it says this, you need to create an Oracle deck called divine downloads channeled wisdom from your soul. Wow. And I'm literally like looking around, like who, who, who is that? Like, where are you coming from? And so then I was like, Oh, holy crow, this is a message from my higher self. And, and so anyway, long story short, I, I was like, cause I'm a human. I'm like, well, how the heck am I supposed to do that? Remember, I'm not creative. Um, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, go back to the lake, go back to the lake. And between when I got that download to the time that I held these Oracle cards in my hand was about two months. Wow. I know. And here's the thing that I want people to hear loud and clear when you are connected mind body spirit and you are in a receptive state to hear the wisdom and the messages it is the easiest most fulfilling most magnificent thing i have never done anything that was so creative wow. and so alive and it was it was such a joy and victoria when i held that deck in my hands for the first time all i can say is all my guides all my angels came around me and they were like girl you've done well you you have done well so like if that's all that happened that was going to be fine because i had this tendency victoria to because i'm a creative i would get all these quote great ideas, bright, shiny objects. And then I would play around with them. And then maybe I'd offer them into the universe. And then I would drop it like a hot potato. <laughs> right. And so this time I actually executed on the idea and then everything in my life changed. It was wow. like, so that was the beginning of the aha. And I love what you said, because I think there are people out there that need to hear it. And full disclosure, there's someone on the other side of this phone line that needs to hear it, that it's so important that when we're aligned and when we are taking action from that you know, soul-driven place, it's effortless. It just comes together and you know, not always. I mean, sometimes our souls, at least in my experience, you know, can sometimes give us just a little bit of uncomfortableness because that might be on the journey too. But a lot of times when you're really following and heeding the call of your soul, it just, it's like magic, right? It's like life becomes magical. I think that is such an amazing story. Well, thank you. And it is. And the thing that, you know, it, basically that whole journey took eight years. And so what I want to impart to people is that this idea that we are so conditioned, we are so conditioned, especially I feel like 
this was partial to women for some reason. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. It's that if you have ever been modeled that things have to be a struggle or that anything worth anything is like, it, it's, it's going to cost you energetically, emotionally, spiritually. And it's like, I mean, I was so attached, Victoria, to the struggle story. I can't even tell you. And so when I did this and I was like, um, okay, hold on. I, I've done it both ways. I've done the struggle for, you know, I'm 48. So like for, let's say 46 years, I did the struggle. And then I tapped into this part of my beingness. And I was like, oh dear Lord, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's much better. And so I good. And I think it's so true what you just said though, that people really, a lot of us do have this conditioning that it has to be hard or, you know, there's value. Like if you haven't worked for it, you haven't earned it. You don't deserve it. And it keeps you on the treadmill forever because, you know, you're deserving no matter what you do. You're born that way. And of course, sometimes life is hard work. And that's fine if when it's a challenge and showing up for the challenge is a really beautiful thing, but it does not have to be. And there's no value in making it harder than it has to be. And a lot of times it gets to be really super freaking simple. And so I love you for sharing that. Yay. It's my pleasure. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> and, and so we have, we have a, a divine downloads card deck, which I love. And we've talked before about how I love that you get names and you got that beautiful name. I'm just, I'm blown away by divine downloads because it really... It just captures, you know, so much, but tell us a little sure. more about the deck yeah. and how so, it works. So again, because I'm human and because we are conditioned, we always want to micromanage the how, right? So, so as soon as I got the message, I was like, well, how the heck am I going to do that? And they just say, go back to the lake because I, now what I know is that I receive information from the trees. It's crazy. I like, anyway, it's so amazing. And so I found, I quickly got connected with a designer and it must be similar to writing a book. You can tell me yes or no, Victoria. I started, the demons started coming out. Who am I? Who's going to read this? What the heck do I say? Blah, blah, blah. Right. right. <laughs> and so she goes, listen, just in my belief is that words have healed me because words are energy. The words you read, the words you say subconsciously or out loud or what you write, you know, they have the potential to either heal you or harm you. And so she said, just write the words that have healed you. And then like, what do they, what do those mean to you? And so I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to let this be, I'm allowing things to be easy. And I just very quickly wrote this list of these words. And so I'll go through a couple of them. So each card has a word at the top that has helped me on this path of, you know, enlightenment, uh, spiritual awakening. And then there's an affirmation and then there's a thought provoking question. So here's one that says synchronicities. And this is the affirmation. I see evidence everywhere that things are working out for my highest good. When I trust, miracles abound in my life. Wow, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Isn't that cool? And then the wisdom, I call it, these are my wisdom bits, what I know to be true based on my journey. And it's every single thing that happens in your life is connected. Nothing ever happens by dink or coincidence, however you want to say it. <laughs> and then the question is, how would your life be if you always expected good things instead of worrying about what might happen? I love that. And I love those kind of questions because the, how would your life be really like sets you up for imagining and stepping into that different way of being, 
right? I love it. It's beautiful. Yes, because one of the things that's hardest for humans, and this gets into a manifestation on law of attraction, is that, again, this all has to do with conditioning, is that whenever someone identifies an area in their life that is not where they want it to be, let's say, you know, you want to change jobs. We'll use that as an example. The person has a job, maybe they hate or they they want to be somewhere else. And so what they focus on is the discrepancy between where they are and where they want to go. And so that energy and that frequency of lack, scarcity, I hate my job, this is terrible, really actually blocks it from being attracted to them. Instead, we need to focus on like, how are we feeling when we're in this new role? What, what are we eating? What are we drinking? Who are we surrounding ourselves with? And that's a, that's a pretty big uh, shift for somebody. So the best thing that we can do since we are basically energetic beings um, is to just take an action or even a thought that's it's a higher level than where you are. Because I, I like to think of spirituality as a ladder And how do you go from the bottom of the ladder to the top? You go one rung at a time. And just like a trapeze artist, if a trapeze artist is going to release the thing that they're on, they have to let go and they have to grab onto the ring that's in front of them. And so it's like everything that we do, we're going higher and higher. So if someone's thinking, oh my God, I hate my job. Like what's a better feeling thought? Like, well, maybe I've done hard things before and I'm really persistent and I'm really strong and courageous. What if I start shifting my perspective to what kinds of things will I be able to do if I make this shift in my life? And just by that alone, you start shifting the energy and you start getting opportunities and you start feeling better. And that's why everything is literally connected. Yeah, I think that's beautiful advice. And I think sometimes too, you know, law of attraction people, when it's sort of misunderstood, they come at it with like a sledgehammer. And they're saying like, I want a new job. I want a new job. I want a new job. And the energy that's really coming out is, again, is the energy of lack. It's that energy of mismatch. It's all of your belief systems that tell you you can't have that thing. But if you instead kind of shift just subtly from that place of supposition, you know, that's when the real shifts happen because you can start to open up doors that you didn't even know were there. And you're not doing it from a place of resisting the present moment. You're doing it from a place of embracing the present moment and then looking for opportunities. Truth bomb. That's why all the research shows why gratitude and a practice of gratitude is so powerful because when we focus on being grateful for what is, not trying to change it like we all try to do as humans, like it's like, okay, thank you, God. Thank you for my bills. Thank you for the opportunity to show the universe that I have access to these resources. Thank you for allowing me to pay these bills. And again, it's aligning with the gratitude. And again, I mean, this is all a journey. It's listen, this took me eight years. So I always like to show people because this highlight reel that we live in, that's so fake, you know, on social media, things do not happen overnight. Like somebody does not, let's say, you know, gain 50 pounds overnight. Somebody does not go from being completely successful and happy to, you know, completely deflected and feels negative and is depressed. Like everything is always a journey. It's just about what level of awareness do you have about your thoughts, your energy, your boundaries. And if you have an awareness 
about something that you don't like, always coming from a place of curiosity and from a place of what would you tell a child to do or what would you tell a client to do, right? We're always the hardest on ourselves. Yeah. Or someone that I give that to a lot of people. Like if I know if I'm working with a client and I see them being hard on themselves, I'd be like, well, what would you tell your best friend? Right. Mm -hmm. And then immediately they're like, well, yeah, but I wouldn't say that to me. And then we can explore that because oftentimes too, yeah, we aren't super kind to ourselves. But you said something else that I just love and I want to come back to. You talked about approaching things with that energy of curiosity. And I think that's so important. Can you tell us more about, you know, why curiosity is just so magical? Well, here's my experience. Now, I'm not the psychologist on this situation. So you tell me. <laughs> I just know I have a lot of life school experience here in air school. And is this, my experience has been, Victoria, that as we are evolving and growing as humans, something happens to us, uh, whether it's, you know, we get pushed down on the playground or somebody makes fun of us on stage or in art class, and it affects our cellular anatomy in a major way. And a, a great word for this is trauma, right? Like it doesn't matter what the act was, how egregious it is, it affects you in your cellular anatomy. And so that stays with you. And I think what happens is we start to, when that happens, we start to shut down. We start to block out our creativity and our imagination. And frankly, the bat line to your intuition and your higher self is your imagination. It is your creativity. So, you know, for adults listening, like when is the last time you like, I don't know, made mud pies or had a dance party or put paint on your face or dressed up in a costume or, you know, we're singing or painting or playing with clay or, you know, unless you're an artist, chances are you haven't done that. You can't remember the last time. And so to me, what happens is when we start adulting and if we've experienced trauma, we put so much distance between us and that. And basically it's our inner kids, right? It's, right. it's that playful, creative, imaginative, fun-loving, all-knowing part of ourselves. And, and so, you know, from the time we're however old, I mean, for me, it was like when I was six, I, I like I shut down and then it was like, wait. So anytime you can approach anything in your life that is causing you suffering if you can come to it with a lens of i wonder what what is the opportunity in, in this suffering what is the lesson because everything in your life is a lesson it is an opportunity for you to look at how are you showing up where in your life are you not loving yourself where in your life are you not giving yourself permission and how can you like you know, meet yourself in the middle? How can you come more from a place of curiosity and fun? Because that's where compassion lies is in curiosity. And it's this beautiful healing way of looking at stuff under the hood that's much more amenable to, you know, transitioning, transcending the things that don't feel good. I love that. That is just so beautiful. Such beautiful words. And I think it's true. I think, you know, when you were talking, I had this beautiful image of the way a child looks at the world, right? A young child looks at the world, not from a place of judgment, but just of a place of exploring, a place of experiencing, a place of allowing. And that's what the energy of curiosity brings you back to. It's what the world was like before you learned that you had to judge it and yourself. 
right? And it's just amazing. And you talk about trauma too. And, you know, the way that I understand trauma and yes, I'm a psychologist, but I also always first and foremost, listening to my uh, intuitive, intuitive voice too. And, and they usually line up. But the way that I understand trauma is all of those places in life where, you know, the world doesn't reflect back to us, our true spiritual magnificence. That's where trauma happens. And it can be big things for sure, but it can be all the little dings and bruises, right? Where the world is not giving you the message that you're enough, that you're deserving, that you're beautiful, that you're wonderful, that you're magical, which in fact, I promise you, you are. And let the hallelujah choir say amen. <laughs> it's just so true. So I love it. But I, I never thought about it that way with curiosity and how, I mean, that word, it just really rings home. And it's just a great way to think about it. So you, like me, have left brain training and credentials and also, you know, that great spiritual connection. Tell me how you reconcile those two things and how you weave them together, assuming you weave them together in your life and in your work. Well, here's what's so funny is that, I mean, here's my vibe. Like, yes, I'm a nurse. Yes, I believe in science and I believe in evidence-based practice. I, however, I am a feeling person first. And so I say the proof is in the pudding. I do not need a research study. I don't need a document that says, and indeed, in this study, we found that, you know, as long as you're tapping into your intuition, then all is, it's all is right. right in the world. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm basically, I believe that rules are designed to be questioned and to be tested. And so it's never really been an issue. And so I'm kind of a, an outlier or that's just my, my vibe is like, I, I just, I feel what I feel and I know what I know and I don't need to justify why I show up the way that I do. Does that make sense? I love that. Yeah. I, <laughs> and for me, having been someone who spent years doing research, well, not year, yeah, years, yeah, the first chunk of my life and my career, you know, research is wonderful and it's really fun and it's really exciting, but it's also kind of dubious. It, it depends on what questions you want to ask. It depends on what counts as an answer. It's socially constructed. So while I love the research and I especially love when I can pull up research that validates what my intuition is telling me, because that to me is magic. I would never put all of my weight either in like what the studies say, because I know that they're constructed very much of mind. And again, your mind is a great tool. I love having one and you know I've spent a lot of time developing it, but it doesn't connect you with the magic of your spirit. And so that's why I'm always coming back to intuition first. So I love what you said and the fearlessness too, that I sense that you have in living your life by what is your truth and what's meaningful to you and what makes sense to you and what is expansive and joyful to you. It's so powerful, Elizabeth. So I'm so glad that you're sharing that with everyone. Well, thank you. And, you know, coming from a, a family of, of professionals and, and science people, I totally appreciate where people are coming from if and when they need the validation and the science. Like, I'm totally cool. Like, I'm not going to poo-poo somebody for needing that. And again, that's their journey. It's so funny, this journey, right? Like, that's what I love about it too, is that it's, there's never a destination. It's, if there were, what would be the point? Like, it's right. so fun to always be peeling back the layers of the onion. And 
when I first got into this and God help me, when I first became a nurse, legit, I was like, oh, my job is to quote, like help people fix themselves. (laughs) And, And I was like, whoa. Okay. And it's like, really, we're all just walking each other home at the end of the day. And I see this I see this in so many other, I guess I would say spiritual teachers or just people on the path is that everybody has their own soul path. Everybody has their own journey. And how dare we try to put pressure on somebody else to be where we are at this juncture. It's like, no, we all come to this path differently. And I believe every crisis of any kind is a spiritual crisis because we're spiritual beings have a, having a human experience and that's just the lens through which I see. So I just want to share with people, especially like if you're a parent or if you're a partner, it's like remembering wherever you are, like you got there in your own timing. Please don't try to project your own timing onto somebody right. else because, because that is a sacred walk and it's not our place to tell people when they got to be somewhere at what time. Right. Well, the ego kind of tells you, right? It's not true unless other people agree with me, <laughs> but, oh, but yeah. that's the opposite. It's what's true for you is, is inherently true for you. It's your soul's wisdom. It's your guidance. And it may just be true for you. And, you know, walking in your own truth means hearing the call of your soul and knowing that your path is unique. And no one else is going to walk on it. And no one else is supposed to walk on it. And all you got to do is just do it to the best of your ability with your greatest awareness and maybe have some fun along the way too. But of course, our society does not help us uh, with that puzzle and understanding that, right? So this is what I would say. This is one of my, um, one of my cards is called signs. And it's, I see daily evidence that I'm supported on my journey And so my belief and my experience is that your higher self, whatever you want to call it, God, source, universe, your spiritual squad is trying to communicate with you every second of your waking life on planet earth. It's just that, again, you haven't been taught this, you know, you've been taught, you don't know what you're talking about. You've been taught not to trust because it's not safe. We'll tell you what you need to know. We'll tell you what your truth is. And this can come in the form of a dream a, you know, an upload, a download, like that would mean like all of a sudden you're just like, Oh my God, I got to call Victoria. Oh my God, I got to call her. And you don't know why you just have this desire or like, Oh no, no, no. You need to turn right. Even though you always turn left, you got to turn right. Or maybe it's an Eagle or maybe it's seeing four, four, four on the computer. Every time you look at it, it's that how would your life transform if you always trusted that what you're seeing on your path is evidence that you're actually supported and that life is happening for you as opposed to to you. If you make that one shift, your life will completely transform. Absolutely. 100% agree. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit. I'm going to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to check out your amazing deck and that will be in the episode notes. So stay tuned for that. But talk to me a little bit more about some of the other services and things that you do. Do you do one-to-one sessions with people? How can people experience your magic? Perfect. So of course I would head over to my podcast. Actually, this is so exciting. Actually this Friday, I'll be launching my solo episode where I'm talking about, I'm finally making the shift from divine downloads to the spiritually savvy nurse. I'm changing platforms and all the things. So while yes, I interview 
loads of nurse entrepreneurs. Basically, every show is a spiritual lesson that you can take away. So head over there. Of course, if you go to my website, listbethoverton.com, I'm sure you'll put that in the show notes. I have a blog and I also live for doing live streams. I could literally talk to the wall for three hours by myself and have fun. So you might be the same person. <laughs> so Facebook is a great place to find me as well. And I'm offering one-on-one VIP sessions. And I'm, I'm in the process of creating my flagship offer, which will probably be retreats and then people who really want to do the super deep dives with me, just the one-on-one. So that's what I have going on right now. Awesome. So we will get all of that in the episode notes and give your website one more time because I'm guessing that is the epicenter yeah. of finding you. So it's spelled L-I-S-B-E-T-H-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Awesome. All right. And we'll have all that in the episode notes. So as we wrap up, what else do you think our listeners need to know right now? What else is coming through to share that we didn't get to yet? I believe I want your listeners to remember that nothing is by coincidence or accidents. And if you can start to look through the lens of curiosity at everything, your thoughts, your children, your partner, your work, your diet, your exercise, what is in this for me to learn? What is in this for me to know? And start looking, what are your signs? you know, that spirit is trying to communicate with you. And if you really want to learn how to, number one, have permission and then learn how to connect with your higher self, you know, I'd love to support you. It's not anything that we're taught. And so I just acknowledge and I witness you where you are and you're amazing and keep going. Love that. So true. Thank you so much. It was so awesome to reconnect with you again. And I hope we get to do this again. I don't think we're done. Oh, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again, and namaste. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.